This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Trying to think how many times I talked with Trip Tracy this hockey season. It's got to be 100, right? 15 in the uh, postseason. I didn't do every regular season game. I think I missed about six. Uh, but we talked sometimes on the show. It's about 100 times. Trip, so I figure what, what's one more? How are you? Hi, A.G. <laughs> um, and I enjoyed every bit of it with you. Same, same um, with known me. You for, I've known you for so long, and, you know, we're very – we're close personally and, you know, professionally. I, I just thoroughly – I enjoyed our hot stoves this year more than any other year. Uh, how am I? It's a, it's a sting. You know, it's uh, – so as a broadcaster, if it's a – it's just a brutal feeling today, I you know, and having been on that plane yeah. uh, that got in at about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning last night whenever we landed – um, I can only imagine after all that they invest, they invested what it's like for the players. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the honest truth. And, but I'm sure when, you know, you start to get some distance, we'll, you know, we'll celebrate what a magical year that it was. But, and, and part of that is I, I thoroughly in, have enjoyed the journey with you. So, but same, same here. So I'm, I'm curious. I don't know what you're even willing to divulge about the, the tenor of the flight back. Um, was there, what, what was it like? Obviously everybody is, is, is bummed cause it's over. I, I kept, I kept saying it's not the fall, it's the sudden stop. And even though you're down three Oh and you played, they played so obviously very well, could have won any of the games could have won last night's game. Uh, what is the tenor? Is there any level of optimism or is it just quiet reflection sleeping? It's, quiet reflection. I mean, I can tell you that, you know, like for instance, after, even after a loss and there weren't a ton of losses in in the regular season this year, the last couple of regular seasons, you know, there's, there are two groups that even after a loss, it's a long season that guys play cards and, and typically even after a loss in the playoffs, you know, not an elimination loss and nobody's playing cards. Um, you could hear a pin drop. Um, it, 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 it just totally epitomized the total investment of the players and the organization. But, that, you know, more importantly, not importantly, but that definitely you could feel, A.G., that they knew how close they were and how difficult, even with an elite team, which the Hurricanes have made a, have made it habit here recently to be an elite team, mm-hmm. uh, how difficult it is to even advance to the Eastern conference final. And you, you, you just don't know when that opportunity is going to present itself again. And, and simultaneously, I agreed with what you said last night. I can't remember which intermission it was last night, you know, just like the other three games, Carolina could have, they could have swept the Florida Panthers. They didn't, but they could have. And but last night was a different type of game. Well, when I think about last night, I think about losing, you know, going down to nothing, losing Slavin early, playing the majority of the night with 11 forwards with Nason in and out. Nature's even gone at one point in time, mm-hmm. and they still found a way to tie it late. 
Um, so a different type of game, in my view, than the other three. Yeah. But still right there. Um, but, yes, that plane, I think, was somber because what you'd hope for if you're a Hurricanes fan, that the players gave it everything that they had. And then there's no question uh, that they did. They And, you know, Sebastian Ajo is one of those guys who does that all the time. I didn't love uh, his reaction. I don't know if it's related, but the way he played after the Slavin uh, injury uh, was kind of uh, angry, panic, all over the place, a little bit undisciplined, uh, and they needed him to kind of rein it in. I thought he did get better as the game wore on. What do you think, the, ultimately, though, the difference in the series was? It's easy to say it was Sergei Bobrovsky because uh, he was obviously the best. I don't know if he was the best player in the series. He certainly uh, was impenetrable at times. Uh, but what do you think the ultimate difference was between these two teams? Uh, first of all, I, I do agree with you. I mean, I think Ajo did everything that you would ask of him in the, the entirety of the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, with no, with all the focus and the attention. But I did think that as he always channels, seemingly always channels his, his competitive energy and in a maximizing positive fashion, I thought for stretches of the game last night, he got off of that. I thought Natchez had a tough playoff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, 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 those are just a couple individual stories, but I think Sebastian did, did everything that you would ask that he would do, but I do agree with you in stretches in the game last night uh, with the adversity just within game four that the Hurricanes faced. I, I go back to the beginning of this series. Now I know that other than the players and the core group that was on the 2019 Eastern Conference uh, finalist Carolina crew, most don't remember prior to that, but I mean, just like you were, I was here in 2009 in the sweep against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You're, in, you know, the last time they won an Eastern Conference final game, and Rod Brendamore got the winner against Buffalo in Game Seven in 2006. So going into the series, thinking about all of that, and that it had been a long period of time since Carolina had won an Eastern Conference final game, and also factoring in whether it be the Boston Bruins winning the first two games last year, the Rangers winning the first two games last year, the Islanders winning the first two games on home ice this year, the Devils winning the first two games on home ice this year. I thought going in that the Hurricanes to beat a team that's of destiny right now in the Florida Panthers that they were going to have to get in front of the series. And, And so I really going in thought that They'd have to win for sure one of the first two at home, ideally do what they had done in those previous two home games in, in several series. So that didn't happen. They gave them up themselves every chance to accomplish that with their play. And then the other thing that I hoped for, Florida had a significant break after beating mm-hmm. Toronto one last day than Carolina. I hoped <laughs> Sergey Bobrovsky would come off of his groove because of the break between series, and we know that that didn't happen. So the fact that not only did Bobrovsky remain in the groove but elevated his groove and that the Hurricanes, even though they played a game that, that could have resulted in going down to Florida up 2 nothing, it wasn't 2 nothing. They were down 2 nothing. So I look back to the beginning of the series, and whether it's right or wrong, 
the perspective that I have, this string of not being able to get just a win in an Eastern Conference final game, those are the reasons and Carolina's success in all of these games one and two in the last couple of years at home. That's why I pointed to the beginning of the series, and I still do. Trip Tracy is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. When I look at the series, again, I thought Ajo had an outstanding playoffs. He didn't have an outstanding um, conference final. He was good, He, I mean, but he he didn't. The best stretch of Sebastian Ajo was the first half of game three where he was all over the place in a positive way. I thought Seth Jarvis played very well in the playoffs too, albeit he didn't score as much as he would like, and he had the game on his stick in the first overtime, first of four overtimes uh, in game one of this series. Uh, But Matthew Kachuk and Alexander Barkov were the two best forwards going in, probably, if we ranked all the forwards. They were the two best forwards going in, and they played like it. And I think Carolina could use another player or maybe, I don't know about two, but another player like that to pair with Ajo because right now, other than Svechnikov, I'm not sure Carolina has that. No, I, I, listen, when I look at, I mean, I, Barkov, Alexander Barkov and I have an incredibly close personal relationship and, (laughs) I regret the fact that I told him after they beat the Boston Bruins in seven games and they went right to Toronto and a conversation. I said, Barky, there's more room for you to play just, you know, within the framework of the rules, a nasty game. Right. And be harder, harder. And I think he did. Um, Kachuk, when I look at his series, uh, I, you look at games one and two, I thought he was unbelievably well contained. Yep. Unbelievably well-contained, in particular by, by Shea and Pesci, but he still ended both games in, in one in the fourth overtime and one early on the power play in the first overtime. And that's what great players do. There is a nastiness to his game. Uh-huh. He's a real chirper, but he delivered the goods. And in games three and four, I thought, aside from continuing to produce, I thought that that his game really became more consistently evident um, aside from the production at the key moments. And, you know, yesterday it was announced that the three finalists uh, for the Jim Gregory award for general manager of the year and, and Bill Zito was in there. And Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a team that was a big time disappointment for at least externally for the majority of the season. But when you think about why Bill got there, it's because of that deal he made. I mean, he, he hired Paul Maurice after Andrew Burnett in, in relief of Joel Quenville. You know, they won the President's Trophy, and he, they won the President's Trophy, and he goes to Paul Maurice. And you can see why now. But the big deal in sending Jonathan Huberdeau and Mackenzie Weger to, to Calgary and getting Matthew Kachuk. Yep. I have every belief that the Hurricanes were in that mix, too. Um, so, you know, it seems like, and I agree with your assessment, when I look at Ajo's play, spectacular against the Islanders and for, for portions of the New Jersey series, very good early uh, against uh, the Panthers on the power play goals in game one yep. AG. And then his best game was game three. Didn't get first half of game three, didn't get rewarded, but the way it typically goes when you get deeper, I never wanted to point to it because I consistent with the next man up ideology 
and this team inspired being able to not only win, but win with swagger without 37 Svechnikov, without Max Pacioretty really for the whole season. But, I mean, I think you'd be remiss to say that even with the fact that they could have won every game and would make an argument that they, they were the better team for more stretches of the series against Florida, there's no question they missed Svechnikov. No doubt about it. And so when you start to look at it's still so fresh for me and the sting is there. Yep. When you start to think about how they improved this team that was second best in the NHL, getting Svechnikov back healthy and, you know, that coveted player that can play a heavy game when the stakes ramp up that can also produce. That is a very coveted, coveted player. There aren't a ton of them out there, but it, they certainly shine uh, in moments like an Eastern Conference final. Yeah, before uh, before I say goodbye, really just a, a, a yes or no. The the team could also use their own version of Sam Bennett, uh, who is somebody who can play, you know, maybe as a number two center, but plays with a, an orneriness, uh, a nastiness, because you use that term with Matthew Kachuk. Uh, and, you know, Bennett was basically buried in Calgary and ended up, has ended up being a huge part of this Florida team. I hate what happened to Jacob Slavin, but, um, you know, I think you believe that the hit was clean. Uh, I There was helmet-to-helmet contact, but I think the intent was not, you know, to uh, to deliver a hit to the head, uh, which is unusual, I think, for Sam Bennett because he plays that way. But the, the Hurricanes could use that element, so... Um, uh, yeah, and I know you want yes or no, but a couple really quick things. I think nobody's ever been able to catch Jacob Slavin because of his elusive nature yeah. like Nick Lidstrom. Everybody wants to. And I think Slavin was actually fighting his confidence a little bit as the series wore along, and he got caught. And I, I want to tell you know all the huge Kaniacs, it was terrific to see him on the plane coming home last night. That's most important. But, yeah, I mean, that's a, that, is, that is a hit, much like we just talked about Svechnikov. A, a clean hit that Svechnikov had, had on Hampus Lindholm yeah. in the Boston series uh, last spring. And um, y- you, you can't put a price tag on it. It was clean in my view. I mean, I went on Twitter. I did not yeah. like P.K. Subban celebrating no. a guy that means to the game what Slavin does. But the letter, in my view at the time on a radio broadcast, um, and is still today. It was a it was a clean hit. And Sam Bennett, the last thing I would say, when Carolina won Game 82 in Florida to win the division, he won. Sam Bennett was not in the lineup. Yep, he was not. He's a, he's he's a wonderful player, uh, and he plays edgy, and that's uh, that's okay. You can use that element. Trip. Uh, I will uh, I will be in touch, sir. Uh, best to your mom. Best to Frank. Safe travels up to Michigan, and I will talk to you soon. Hey, G, I love you, and thank you for just a wonderful journey again with you this season. We had, we had a blast. We'll do it again. Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator? Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. There are a number of free agents for Carolina that I think that 
they should have to, will bring back. Jordan Stahl will play here next year. Short of somebody offering Jordan Stahl a bananas contract like four years, $7 million a year, uh, Jordan Stahl will play here next year. My guess is that he'll get a two-year contract for about half the number that he made this year, something in the neighborhood of three years. I think Jesper Foss must be on this team. I, I don't. I don't understand the the fact that you can plug him anywhere. He is so unbelievably consistent and plays the way the head coach wants to play. Won't be a long contract, won't be an expensive contract because he doesn't produce goals, but he is a valuable player. Jesper Foss needs to be re-signed. Max Pacioretty, I'm told the team wants to bring back. As long as Max isn't expecting to get paid like a 30-goal scorer this year, then you do bring him back. You run a little bit of a risk, but it's a one-year deal. So you do that. And the only other of the free agents, unrestricted or restricted, that I think you you should bring back, honestly, I kind of dug Mackenzie McKechn the way he uh, the way he played, and he's somebody you can bring in. And if he's a healthy extra, he's a healthy extra. Or if he plays in your minor leagues and you can call him up, that's fine. Shane Gostisbehere, he's going to make too much money, can't come back. I think both goalies are gone. I think both Freddie Anderson and Antti Ranta will play elsewhere next year. Uh, I don't think they want to pay another goalie. Their mind, in their minds, Pyotr Kachetkov is at least half of a goalie tandem. I don't think they want to pay uh, a number one goaltender. And although Freddie at four million or four and a half million wasn't necessarily number one goaltender money, it was close. Ranta maybe as a backup, as a as a as a one B, but I think both goalies are gone. Paul Stasny won't be back. I liked Paul Stasny this year. It took him a while to get going, but I think Stasny will be gone. Yes, at Puyu Yarvi, they will simply decline to offer him a qualifying offer. He'll be a free agent. Uh, Dylan Coglin. Can't skate at the uh, at this level. Got a great shot, but he can't reach. Just not a good enough skater. Um, Max Lejoie, I'd bring him back, but you know he's kind of a six-seven defenseman or maybe a minor leaguer who can come up and play a little bit. Calvin DeHaan is probably finished uh, as a regular NHL player. So of the free agents, really three, you're bringing back. McEachern is more of a swing guy. You're bringing back three. You're bringing back Stahl. You're bringing back Foss. You're bringing back Patchy Ready. If the numbers wash with what the Hurricanes feel like they can do, and I think you can bring back the whole, the three of them for less than seven million a year. And if you could do that, seven million a year, close, close, maybe less than eight million a year. If you could do that, you're in good shape. I think the Hurricanes will try to do that. Um. But that's what I would do if I were them. Those are the guys you need to bring back. The other free agents, thank you very much. There's always going to be turnover. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.